0: Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of funny content that includes subjects like Tales from Tech Support, Entitled Parents, Choosing Beggars, Pro Revenge, and more. Today's episode is all about Tales from Tech Support. Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. No cats today, but I did remember to put the code hook up. I need a Surface Pro. At my last workplace, we issued HP EliteBook 840G6 as our mainstream laptops, and Surface Pros, generally to execs and some of the staff that traveled a lot. We started to get users requesting Surface Pros, usually claiming that they had back issues and transporting a heavy laptop was causing them issues. My approach to that was to have them bring their laptop bag into me so that I could get them sorted out. They would front up expecting a new Surface. Instead, I'd make them remove everything from their laptop bag with the exception of the 840 and its charger. Then I'd make them compare it to a Surface Pro with accessories in the same type of bag before telling them to F off. There was less than 200 grams difference when you included the type cover, mouse, and a couple of dongles and all that excessive weight was all the other crap that they were cramming into their laptop bags. Yep, somebody's always looking for an excuse to get upgrades on their equipment. Me, I would have just asked because I wanted this shiny new stuff. And as far as weight goes, if you can't carry one laptop bag with some other crap and some accessories and the laptop in it, somebody's always got to have something to whine and cry about, though. We need you to price out moving the servers so we can turn the server room into a break room. So my boss showed me a memo this morning. We need you to price out moving the servers downstairs so we can turn the server room into an executive break room. I asked him if it was a joke and he told me no. Well, boss, why don't you just call the fire alarm company and price out installing a new fire suppression system and start there? Do we really need to go that far? Yeah, start with the outside contractors first. Besides, I'd bet any money those guys will charge three arms and a leg to take out the old system and add a new system downstairs. That's not one, but two major construction jobs. Yeah, we can't leave the server room a death trap, so we need to call the access control company as well, he replied. Oh, make sure to CC all the higher ups on the running tally, I suggested. That idiot that decided to move the break room is going to get sticker shock long before we're done. Yeah, why would you even think about trying to move all that equipment and everything just for an executive break room? Find a new place for your executive break room. Maybe they gotta walk a little, who cares? Maybe they don't even need a break room. Have them go take their breaks and eat their lunch with the rest of the unwashed. I Dressed Down the Commanding General I recently returned to the IT world and this story recently returned to my mind. We're having network issues here at work, so I decided to go ahead and jot this down. I know this is military-heavy, but still concerning IT. This happened about 16 years ago when I was deployed to Eastern Europe with the Army. I was a member of the G6, basically military help desk. Despite my rank, E4, specialist, I was one of the go-to people for tech problems. Cast. Me, at the time a lowly specialist, E4, but part of the head tech team, lost hopelessly in the pursuit of getting my E5, sergeant rank. SGM, my Sergeant Major, E9, basically my big boss on the enlisted side of things. CG, Commanding General, the boss of the entire mission. For you civilians out there, he was the equivalent of a CEO. CSM, Command Sergeant Major, my SGM's boss. He would be like a COO. Now for some military context. We had two networks in the Nippernet, non classified, and the Cipernet, classified. Then there was a top secret network. All these were regulated by AR25-2, which laid out very specific rules for all of these networks. Hope I said those things right. One of which was, you do not, under any circumstances, have the Nippernet and SIPRNet on the same computer. There are even rules for laying out the cabling, saying like you can't have NIPR and SIPR cables within a foot of each other. Now, as you can probably imagine, the majority of these people were up in age and really didn't know the ins and outs of technology, etc., SGM got it though. He told us that he was just a nerd and we lower enlisted sergeants and below were the geeks. And while he was trying to become a geek, he would trust us with the mission and anything that we wanted to do as long as we could justify it. He would take it to the brass and keep the brass off our butts. So one day SGM and I were walking and talking about some aspects of the mission, usual type stuff. We happened to walk past the CG office and we hear from inside, SGM, OP, need to talk to you. So we look at each other and silently said to each other, Now what? So we dutifully walk into his office and lock up, parade rest. SGM and me, Yes, sir. CG, Yeah, I was just wondering if it would be possible to have the nippernet and net on my computer here. I don't want to have to go to another room to check the net. My gut just flipped. I just looked at SGM. SGM, OP, you want to handle this? <sighs> I could only imagine the look on my face towards the SGM. He had totally thrown me under the bus slash half track. I looked at the CG and took a breath. Me. Sir, permission to speak freely? CG, of course, go ahead. I took a deep breath, say a very quick prayer, and look him dead in the eyes and said, Sir, are you outside your damn mind? <laughs> CG, taken aback. Excuse me, Specialist OP? me sir ar25-2 clearly states that all nipper and sipper connections must be on different machines and the sipper computers go through a completely different imaging procedure than the nipper computers do more policies are put in place to prevent removable media and other registry entries are put in place so that rogue software cannot be installed but i tell you what sir if you want me to do that fine I'll do it under protest. While I'm at it, I'll put in a third network card to where you can have the top secret network on this unit so you won't have to go to the SCIF, the top secret, secret squirrel building to get your high level briefs. And you won't be that far away from your coffee maker. And when all the alarms go off at the US Army Europe National Guard Bureau, DOD, don't come crying to me. Oh, you want me to run it to the hooch too? Barracks. CG. Specialist. Me. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. CG. You've made your point. Both of you were dismissed. We about face and walk out. Get out to the hallway. SGM grabs my shoulder and spins me around and glares me down. SGM. Damn it, Specialist OP. You don't talk to a general that way. Me. I had permission to speak freely, and I was just quoting regulation and pointing out how insane his idea was. I did nothing wrong. SGM. SGM. Just glaring at me and eventually turns into a smile. Good job. Punches me on the shoulder. I've never sweated so many bullets. The next day I get a call from the CSM telling me to get to his office immediately. Oh boy. So I snap two, head over to the CSM office. Knock three times and he says, Get in here now! Uh oh. Me at parade rest. Yes, CSM? CSM. Specialist OP, what in the hell did you tell the old man yesterday? I knew the CG was out of the office because we enlisted only use that term behind his back. I know. Wrong. Me. CSM. I just reminded CG about the regulation regarding network protocols as described in Army Regulations 25-2. CSM. I know the regulation, Specialist OP. Me. Yes, CSM. He got up from his desk and walked right up in front of me. I'm about 5'11". He is well over six foot, somewhat intimidating. CSM. You know what problem I really have, Specialist OP? No, CSM. I've been wanting to talk to him like that since the very beginning of the mission, and you got by with it. You know how bad that makes me look? I should bust you back to civilian. Me. I just did my job, CSM. CSM. I know, and you're damn good at it. Me. CSM, starting to smile and calm down. And that's why I'm so happy you're on this mission with us. Me, internally keeping my nerves in check. I'm honored to be here, CSM. CSM slaps me on the shoulder. At ease, OP, you did the right thing. Now, I do have an email problem. Me internally eye-rolling and thinking, eh, figures. I helped CSM out and return to my desk. I was promoted to sergeant a few weeks later. ETA, I want everyone here who said that I yelled at the general. I did not. I used a stern voice, yes, but I did not yell at him. I put that text in bold just to emphasize my frustration with such a request, considering the security issues that we were already dealing with after the TOA transfer of authority that were left to us by the previous unit, and that request almost pushed me over the brink. While using sarcasm, I kept my composure and my voice at a respectful level. Also, I think that overall, my promotion was just a happy coincidence, and I'm not saying that event had anything to do with it. I had done my time, I had earned my stripes. And it was just weird that it happened so close to that event. Just a weird coincidence. Lastly, I appreciate all the upvotes and awards. I didn't expect this to blow up like it has. Hooah to all my military brothers and sisters. Good for you, OP, for standing up to the general like that. Even while keeping your voice at a respectful level and uh, being told that you could speak freely, that was taking an awful risk. Do you smell toast? Background. I'm an IT tech for a company that runs multiple private schools. I cover one school that has three buildings, one girls' site, two boys' sites. The boys are across the road. The girls, a bus slash tube away, only start in December, so still learning the details. Spent my morning at the girls, trying to untangle the mess of an uncompleted phone system. Main barrier being the network cables are wired into the lists with no termination or notes of what ports they're using on the patch panel. Grab lunch and head to the boys' for the afternoon. Just settled in with my coffee and checking through emails and tickets when I get a call. From the other boy's site. Internet and phones have just died. Mobile call. Don't try to be clever, nitpickers. I head over and have a look. Yup, IP phones have no power and the Wi-Fi is deader than my social life. I find the network cab that hosts the phones and fiber, no power. Lights work, but power sockets seem to be dead. Wander next door to the staff room to try and find out what's going on. The toaster isn't working is the first thing I hear when I walk in. I can distinctively smell toast. Quickly, I stroke my beard. No numbness, I'm probably safe. Toast? I asked, puzzled. The toast was burning and I tried to fix it, blurted the upset teacher. Now I had a clue. Checked the staff room and yes, all the power sockets were down too. I unplugged the toaster and went in search for facilities. It was his second day, so was actually excited about fixing the issue. He went down into the basement to flip the breaker, reappearing a few minutes later saying there was no trip breaker down there. This started our hunt. In a move I'm sure Douglas Adams would approve of, we eventually found it. Above a ceiling tile, in a toilet, directly above the loo. With power fixed and offending toaster removed, everything came back up and everyone lived happily never after. Wait, there was a circuit breaker above a ceiling? I'm pretty sure no matter what country you're in, that's not anywhere near code. And do tell, did that teacher ever get their toast? I mean, seriously, I can just picture it now. This toast started burning, they couldn't figure out how to trigger the the lift on the toaster to get the toast out or to make it stop toasting. And uh, somebody had the bright idea to stick a knife in there to grab the bread and shorted it out. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.